Guts and Grit Podcast. A podcast where we discuss overcoming the odds, resiliency, and never giving up. Join us each week as host John Melson, Joy Vatrebeck, and Mark Renahan discuss coming back from failure and never quitting. Guts and Grit, it's go time. Welcome to another episode of Guts and Grit. This is episode 15. We apologize for our little break. It was unfortunately my 50th birthday party. I, I had to go away to celebrate that. John is laughing that I'm now in the 50 Club with him. Uh, we have a fantastic show today. For those of you who may remember a few weeks ago, we had Brian um, from Freedom Jam come on with Dale. Uh, and the two of them told us about their amazing concert that they do to support veterans. Well, while I was talking to them, they, they got me in touch with another gentleman that has a great story. He does some great stuff. He is our special guest today. His name is John Eason. You can find him online at www.johneasonmusic. He is a self-described veteran, a honky-tonk man. He's a lover of good food like myself, and he is doing some incredible stuff to give back. So give a big guts and grit welcome to Mr. John Eason. And of course, don't forget Sergeant Melson in the background. Sorry, John, I forgot to introduce you. How are you, John? Doing good. How's it going? It's going great. It's good to have you here. Uh, so here at Guts and Grit, John, we like to just jump right into the show and, you know, get a little bit of background on our guests. So tell me, you know, I know you were a veteran, but give me a little background. Where'd you grow up and, uh, you know, how'd you get into what you're doing now? Okay. Um, well, I'm from, uh, I was born in Louisiana and uh, spent a lot of time in Mississippi. We lived in Florida. I've kind of lived all over the place. And that's why you'll see me talk about being a gypsy a lot of times. <laughs> uh, I just like to travel. I like new places. So home really is kind of wherever I'm laying my head that day for me. But definitely born down south, the uh, southern boy in my blood. Um, and as far as getting into music and things. Uh, my whole family does music. Uh, my grandparents and my mom and dad were in a gospel quartet and my dad was in a Southern rock band when I was born. Um, my brother sings and plays, my sister can play and sing. So it, it's kind of across the board. In fact, my, uh, my aunt Debbie turned down a record deal to come to Nashville because she didn't want to come be a part of the big music scene and everything. She just didn't, uh, she didn't like it. So it, it's kind of been in my blood uh, my entire life to uh, to do this. And now I'm here just kind of trying to scratch that itch you can never get rid of. No, it, it's, it's amazing. So now, John, I know you're a veteran. Uh, were you in the Air Force or the Army? I forget already because I'm losing it. <laughs> uh, I was in the Air Force. Uh, I spent eight years in the Air Force. Uh, and absolutely loved it. Uh, did not think I was going to be a military guy. Nobody in my family has really been. Well, my, my uncle was uh, was in the Marines for a little while, but it hasn't been one of those things that, you know, it's a family trade or, or anything. But uh, honestly, I, I wouldn't have traded it for the world. Yeah, I mean, you, you look now as, as if you had just come out of the Army. I mean, you're up to code with your hair and your facial uh, stuff. So, you know, you look like you're, you're a vet ready to go. So usually the guys that come on look like Johnny. But anyway, so you get out of the military. Um, now, I know you've been playing for a while now. Uh, I know I've listened to a lot of your videos. And again, if, you, if you're into music, country music, especially honky-tonk music, it's some great stuff. But I, I wanted to talk to you today about, you know, I, I saw on your website – 
one of the things that you concentrate on is uh, trying to put an end to veteran suicide and, you know, ending that terrible number of 22 a day. What made you kind of get into that? And, and how did that journey start? Um, you know, it, it really started for me with my own demons and my own PTSD. Um, fought for a long time. Um, and music is really what saved my life and kept me from going down a road that at that 22 a day go down. I've lost quite a few friends to things like that. And uh, I just wanted to kind of use what avenue I had to put something out there that I hoped it would reach people's ears and go, hey, somebody knows what we're going through and there's somebody to reach out to and and kind of advocate in that way of, um, of being able to reach out to people. And the songs, you know, I know you heard uh, Brother, I've Been There. And then uh, I think Brian had sent you over Gun From My Hands. And both of those were from firsthand experiences of, of my struggles and then friends of mine struggles. And I just tried to channel all that darkness and everything into those songs to show people, you know, the very first one, Gun From My Hands, was to give people a peek. Because most veterans, you know, we have that hard exterior. You don't see what's going on. We can put a smile on our face and go out the door and you'll never know that we're having one of the worst days of our lives. Um, I mean, we're very guarded. We don't let a lot of people in, even our brothers and sisters in the middle. A lot of times we, we fear talking to each other and I wanted to give people a peek in that window of what was going on in a veteran's mind and some of the things that we dealt with. And then the second song, Brother, I've Been There, was really a, a hand reaching back into that darkness, into that big, deep hole and saying, hey, so I'm here. I know what you've been through. And that's why we try and describe those things in a song that I used to feel like and that my friends have felt like and other veterans I've talked to and saying, hey, we know what you've been through. There is dark or a light on the other side of this darkness. You may not see it right now, but it's there. And you just got to start walking forward. Yeah, Johnny, you want to talk about that a little bit, Sergeant Melson? Yeah, so, Johnny, I listened to several of your tracks, man, and it's so funny. You just mentioned uh, the song, Brother, I've Been There. That was screaming out to me. And, man, I love that song, man. It, it's, it's a great tune. Um, Thank you. And I couldn't agree with you more, you know, being able to express and, and share, um, you know, the, being in a dark place to reassure those people that, that are um, there that it's, you know, the light's coming. You just, you know, you just got to hang on. Um, and I, I really enjoyed listening to that song, yeah. man. And, and there was so much I can relate to as well as personally as, and as well as especially uh, where I, all the different soldiers in the different soldiers, Marines, airmen that I've come in contact with in my career um, that I've tried to give advice and, and, and mentor to continue to be a positive contributor um, to be able to relate to those things. So there was a lot I could relate to from my own experience, as well as those that people have been uh, brave enough to share with me. Um, and then I got to tell you, like, I really like uh, two weeks in solitary, man. <laughs> it really hits home with me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell you about that offline later there, Mr. Eason, but uh, that's a little, little part of one of our earlier episodes. That, that, that does hit home. So, one of the things I like to do, so John, my background, I am not a veteran. Um, I actually face some demons. And just to 
I don't like to shoot this too much, but today is 18 years without a drink for me. It's oddly enough, it's October 7th, 18 years ago. So I, I know the uh, the demons that come out of that. And it, thank you. Um, there are a lot of folks uh, who can't get past those demons. It's, it's a tough time. I know I didn't do it without help. And I know there are like guys like myself, like you, like John, asking for help is, you know, you can't do that. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a man's man. I don't ask for help. But, you know, it's good to know that, you know, you can ask for help. And there are guys like you two um, who have walked the walk and, and now, you know, a given back by, you know, in your case, I, I love the whole music thing. Like if, if there's one thing that I feel, you know, resonates with everyone, it's music. Like almost everyone loves music, a good song, especially one that hits home to you. So what you're doing is fantastic. So my, sure. my next question is, um, are you planning on like going huge with music or what, what do you see coming out of this? Cause I, I we want to see that you get up there as big as possible. I'm, I'm hoping to see you on the, on the headlights at Nashville and you're going to tell everybody, I just want to dedicate this performance and my award to guts and grit. If it wasn't for that podcast, I probably never would have made it to the Grammys tonight. Thank you, Mark and John. But no, I mean, what, what, what are you, uh, what are you, what are your plans for your music going forward? Um, so I'll say this is kind of what I tell a lot of people when I get asked this question. My dream was always to make a living doing music and to write songs that I felt were real and were honest. And, and don't get me wrong. They're, they're, the songs about pickup trucks and drinking beer, they're fun when you're riding in a pickup truck and drinking <laughs> beer. But um, I just it doesn't relate as much to me. I, I want to put true, honest emotions and feelings and things out there. And don't get me wrong, we all have some of those songs. But for, for me, I'm honestly already living the dream as far as my music goes. I, I've achieved that dream for myself. And so everything after this is really gravy. Don't get me wrong, it would be great to have a bigger avenue to put songs like Brother I've Been There out um, and send more songs out and have a, you know, a bigger space. But to me, it's always, you know, you have to be happy with the successes that you have. And a lot of people in this industry, they beat themselves to death because they don't feel like they've achieved anything. They haven't done anything, but how many people can honestly wake up every day and say, I'm doing what I love and I've achieved, achieved this dream that I wanted to do. And so for the rest of my life, I get to live this dream. Not a lot of people get to do that. So I try and be happy in what I can. And I try and still keep working hard to, to do more and put better songs out and do those things. And if it all came and, you know, it was the Grammys or the Grand Ole Opry, which would be awesome. Um, you know, I would take all that with, you know, with, with a good heart and just be thankful that, you know, I did something else. No, that's, that's, that is fantastic. So, let me ask you a question. Sergeant Melson, do you ever, um, you know, you, you said you're listening to these songs. I know you do talk to a lot of, you know, you have a lot of soldiers that you talk to uh, in your role as, as a sergeant. Um, do you ever use music to try and get them through? Or, I mean, I, I know just because of my work with John and with some other veterans that uh, it, it isn't easy for a lot of guys when they come back, especially like you go overseas and you're in Afghanistan, Iraq, and, and you, you know, you have a certain mission there and then you got to come back to civilian life. It's, it's not easy. Sometimes it's difficult to, I guess, you know, to, to make that switch over back from, you know, warrior overseas to regular civilian. So Sergeant Mel, so how do you like face that when, you know, I know that, you know, as a guardsman, 
I know you you also work with the army, so you, you're a, you're a soldier 24/7. But I mean, one day, John, you're going to not be a soldier. How, how do you think you're going to to a? Yeah, I know, I know. I I, I don't. I, I know that that's not unheard. I'm sure the U.S. government just said that's not true. He, he, he's going to be a soldier forever. But I mean, how, how do you think that is the best way for people to deal with that? And do you think music is a good way? Of course, yeah. So, but just like I mentioned, John, you know, your song, brother, I've been there. There's so many songs out there. You know, I could be at the gym, I could be driving in my car, and a song will come on, and and it'll bring me back and start making me think. You know, memories on deployment, or maybe even as a childhood memory. Right? It, it takes you back to to a moment in time, right? And then what happens is I end up thinking about soldiers that I know that had issues. When I say issues, you know, maybe they tripped and stumbled and and landed in that dark place, right? And I'd reach out. I have so many soldiers on my, you know, service members on my phone. I'll reach out and like, and I'll send them a YouTube link or I'll, I'll tell them, the song, hey, go look up this song. I just thought of it. It made me think of you because of your situation. And there's a lot of songs in music, actually. It's music it helps, uh, helps people like get that feeling that you're not so isolated, that somebody else is going through it. And, and it really helps you with that rebound oh, yeah. effect to know that you're not isolated. You're not alone. And um, Mark, like you mentioned, uh, you know, guys that have deployed the, the, the tough time transitioning back home. I, you know, I, I've mentioned it in previous shows, and, and I don't, I honestly, it's just my opinion, this is not the opinion of psychiatrists, or it's not the opinion of the Army or DOD, but I think a lot of guys struggle because you become so close, right? When you're, when you're sent forward, you're, you're away from your family, you're away from your kids, your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the situation is. You're, you are isolated. So I'm going to make a joke, two weeks in solitary, right? We, you're, you're alone, but you develop, that, you develop that bond with that team, that unit, that platoon, that company. The, the people to your left and right, you develop a bond with them. And then I think the struggle is when we come back, um, it's, you know, and people go to the four winds, like in uh, the reserves, the National Guard, everybody just goes back to their day job. Um, or soldiers get active duty, they get transferred to another ship. A sailor to another ship or another duty station soldiers get moved from one base to another and they they lose that that bond they had so they, they're constantly trying to reach out to those to, to have that bond right so i just think that's that's more so of the struggle because you get those tight bonds going through such events overseas and then you come home and you, it's just not as, it's not the same right so it's not so much like I said, my personal opinion, I don't think so much it's the actual combat or the, the stress. It's the isolation piece that makes uh, the transition so hard for folks because you come back and you do feel alone and you don't have, we will say the term very broadly, uh, we don't have, we come home, we don't have that brotherhood or that sisterhood, right? That bond just isn't there in the civilian world um, where it, it's like a natural occurring thing when you join the service. Everybody's there to look out for the people that are left and right. Everyone's competitive, but nobody is trying to outdo anybody to the fact that you know you're setting them up, setting each other up for failure for any type of harm or anything. There is a true sense of caring for each other at the end of the day. Um, so those th the use of music and John, those two songs, man. I've already told a couple of my buddies earlier today. I was like, hey, you gotta go check out this song, brother. I've been there, like because there are so many people. Back, like, hey man, share this song, man. This is a good song, it, 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 it's good, it's empowering, so you don't feel so isolated. Yeah, and so, and just for everyone who's watching, we will have the link to that in our comments so you can listen to that song. 
Of course, John is on YouTube, and we're going to tell you all about that in a minute. So my next question for you, John um, Eason, not John Melson, uh, is this. So do you play live a lot? And uh, where could somebody maybe see you play? So I, I do play live uh, quite a bit. I'm not playing live as much right now. I've got a arm in a sling. Uh, I just had my collarbone fixed, so I'm I'm out for like a month and a half. But uh, I was on the road all over the U.S. like six days a week for a while. And here recently, I've been playing a lot down in Nashville. Uh, I play a lot at the Margaritaville Hotel, and um, we are going to start touring around the U.S. a lot more and uh, possibly working on a European tour. For, uh, for next year and a couple other things. So I would say the best way for somebody to find where um, I'm going to be at is to go and follow the uh, the website and you can go and subscribe. It's got my full calendar on there and uh, we keep that updated with any new dates of where I'm going to be playing. Um, and it's got new songs coming out. You know, you get kind of the sneak peeks of videos and merchandise and all those kind of different things ahead of everybody else. Excellent. That is fantastic. Now, I heard you say that you would do you have bandmates. Do you have a couple guys you play with or girls? So right now I don't have a set band. Uh, I kind of do the Nashville thing where when you got to go out and play a band show, you kind of put something together. Now, ultimately, uh, in the long term, I want to put together a much more of a family style band, a group of guys who we work on the songs together and we work on the music together and it kind of grows together, but it's just hard. Um, you know, with COVID, the full band show went away for a long time. Uh, people weren't paying and it's still slow to get out there to play more of them. Um, and honestly, I, I don't do the cookie cutter thing. A lot of songs I make on my own and the national musicians, a lot of times what you'll see is they learn the song exactly how it's played note for note, tempo for tempo because they have to play that song just like a jukebox downtown over and over and over and over again. So it's a little difficult to throw a band together and say, hey, you've never played this song this way, but let's play Folsom Prison or let's play Purple Rain or, or, or this. So um, it takes a little time to, to put something together like that. <laughs> I did notice your Johnny Cash uh, poster behind you. That's fantastic, by the way. That looks really cool. So uh, have uh, you... John, have you worked with the guys at Freedom Jam yet? Have you done any playing for their concert? I have not. Um, I literally just, I, I think it's been about a month that uh, I met Brian, um, you know, kind of digitally um, through my friend, Aldrin McLaughlin. And um, we just hit it off and started talking. And he's been such a huge advocate already for me. So I already owe Brian and Freedom Jam's a big thank you for hooking me up with you guys. And uh, he's tossed a couple gigs my way that we're going to be setting up. And I'm hoping I get to play for Freedom Jam's. It's, it's an awesome, awesome thing. Um, I love what they're doing because too many times you see a lot of nonprofits where not a lot of the profit goes back to the veterans or who the nonprofit's for. And those guys are doing everything on their own and giving 100% to it. Um, so I really, really love what they've done. And he was telling me some of the, uh, people they've worked with and those just seem like really awesome veteran programs. Yeah, he, he is. So I, we met Brian, um, he actually saw our show and we, we connected digitally and he's been fantastic since him and, him and Dale, what they're doing is great. And you made a really good point that I, that John and I always like, uh, 
we like to have veterans nonprofits on the show, but we always make sure that they're ones that like really, you know, do a great job. And you looked into these guys and like you said, I mean, they're doing everything almost themselves. There's almost zero overhead and they're giving all the money back to the, uh, to the veterans. Sergeant Melson, is that a, is that a guest we see there? Who is that? Yeah, that's Gunner. That's Gunner. Get a little nosy. Yeah, no, we, we like to have Gunner on the show. <laughs> I think fans would like Gunner. No one dislikes dogs, but you know what? What they? But back to Freedom Jam. What they're doing there is fantastic. I, I actually have to do a lot more for Brian. We've just been real busy here at the day job, um, but it, it's great what they do there, and I'm I'm super excited that they got us in touch with you because uh, your story is great. Now, your type of music, is it country, honky-tonk? Is there a difference? Remember, we're a couple of Irish townies from Boston. So for, for any of our Boston folks listening, what's the best way to describe your music? Oh, Pick up trucks um, and beer, or what are we talking here? Well, I don't sing a whole lot about pickup trucks and beer, I'll be honest. Um, I, I guess, you know, there's a whole genre, it's a subgenre, I guess, of uh, country music these days. Because you have what they call country, but what we really call pop country. And then you have this, not, it's not, not necessarily new, it's a resurgence of outlaw country. And really, it's just independent artists putting out whatever songs they want, however they want to. And they're not really backed by mainstream media or radio, um, which it is changing. There's stuff coming back. So I guess if I had to put it into kind of a, a, a genre specific, I would kind of call it a mix of outlaw country, southern rock, and blues. Um, if you had to put it into something. So like I like that. Skinner almost? Yeah, Leonard Skinner almost maybe? Something like that? A little bit. I mean, that's definitely one of my big influences. Um, you know, it's so funny how you can you can take one song and it's it's really Leonard Skinner esque, but then one of the songs I'm getting ready to go in the studio to work on, it's really Waylon Jennings kind of style. Um, it's it's old school, three quarter time, three chords in the truth. Uh, but that's the great thing about being independent is that nobody's going to tell me what to do and. I like that. I'm, you know, people all the time say, how are you good at being in the military? Because you don't listen to anybody. <laughs> I said, well, military was easy. You just had to listen and go. <laughs> but, but now I don't have to do that. Um, I mean, we, we started writing a song the other day that's this really kind of old school Chicago blues style. And honestly, when we finish it, it's probably going to have horns and trumpets and things on there. And that's definitely not in a normal country style of thing. But but it's still going to be a great song and a great tune. Um, and that's the great thing, again, about being independent is you don't have to put yourself into one box. You know, you, you can jump from box to box or just completely get out of the box. Oh, I like it. I like it. It's, it's kind of like rap in Boston has mainstream rap and then they have underground rappers that I'm friendly with a few of them. So I, I never knew about outlaw country and pop country. I like that a lot. That's actually kind of cool. I'm going to look into that some more. So we're coming towards the end of our half hour. I, I don't like to keep guests on too long, but I don't want to go before we just get everyone out there to know. It's John Eason, and the website is www.johneasonmusic.com. It's spelled J-O-H-N-E-A-S-O-N.com. Of course, if you look underneath our show on Facebook in the comments or on YouTube, we'll have John's uh, website listed, as well as a couple of our favorite YouTube videos. 
And before uh, we can you know, finally get out of here, I just want to point out, we do now have our Guts and Grit merchandise. We have t-shirts, sweatshirts, and coffee mugs. That's a shameless plug. You can uh, purchase them. We will put the link in the uh, post we put up. Uh, this is going to be out on a Monday morning. We recorded on Friday today. So I wanted to thank you, John, so much for coming in. I I'm going to talk to you again offline. Uh, I hope to come see you in a show sometime. By the way, you, you look like the perfect musician. Like if, if I was going to listen to a country, uh, you know, a, a, a outlaw country musician, and I saw you on the stage, I'd be like, all right, this guy's going to be good. I'm going to watch it. You, you, you definitely right have, Yeah, you definitely have the look <laughs> down pat, down pat. So, Sergeant Melson, any final words for us? Yeah, well, actually, just really quick, John, I, I spent a little bit of time in Mississippi, so I know, I kind of know my way around Mississippi. So whereabouts in Mississippi were you? Uh, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, down near the Gulf Coast area. Hattiesburg, you don't say. Camp Shelby. Ah! Camp Shelby, that's right. Yeah, I, had a, I, I, yeah. I lived in Hattiesburg for a couple of years. I loved it. Yeah. Great neighborhood. Really? Oh, yeah, I, I did. It's a I great really town. Yeah, the, the good news about Sergeant Melson, the good news about Sergeant Melson is he's literally lived on pretty much every military base in the world. So anybody who comes on the show, he can say, oh, it could literally be somebody from Mongolia and, and Sergeant Melson. Oh, yeah, I, I was at the Mongolian base for two years uh, back in uh, 1999. But John and John, hey, guys, seriously. Thanks for coming on, Mr. Easton. Thank you first for your service. Thanks for your giving back to the veteran community. It's fantastic. Uh, I, I hope to see you at Freedom Jam. I, John and I want to try and get to the next Freedom Jam if we can, if we can make all the schedules work. I'm, I'm going I'm, to be there. I'm going to talk to Brian and, and you know hopefully help those guys out with anything they can because they're doing a great job. So once again, everybody, our guest today was John Easton. John Easton Music. He is an outlaw country musician, and I love saying that. I'm going to be saying that all the time now. And he, he, you can get his music online. He has some incredible songs, which we will put below in the comments, especially for you veterans. Uh, you know, as Sergeant Melson said, a couple of them hit home. And if, if even one of, you, one of you guys or girls, you know, hear a song and, and just know that there are guys out there like John, um, you know, who, who, are, who can talk to you, who, who've been through it. You know what I mean? It's, it's good to know that. You know, there are other veterans out there to help you. And, you know, and for any of you who are, are having a really tough time, uh, please don't do anything, you know, whatever. There's all sorts of help you can get. You can always message Guts and Grit and we'll talk to you. Not sure about what, but I'll talk to you about whatever you'd like. You know what I mean? So, Sergeant Melson, do you want to take us out with our tagline? Well, you know what I always say, Mark? You've got to train, train to be hard to kill. Absolutely. So train to be hard to kill. Thank you for tuning in to episode 15 of Guts and Grit. We will be back again soon. I think we may have another country music person on. I'm going to I'm going to talk to Brian, by the way, because Brian is just a a vault of guests and he's going to get sick of listening to me. But Mr. Easton, John, seriously, thanks for coming on, brother. I look forward to showing your stuff off and I look forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you very much, everybody. And we'll see you next week on Guts and Grit. Bye bye. Guts and Grit. Like, subscribe, comment, share.